Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. Broadcasting from the 960 The Patriot Studios in beautiful Arizona. Your car insiders. They work for you, not the dealer. Now you have personal friends for the car buying experience. Lord, won't you buy me a Mercedes Benz? On the road again. Here are your hosts, Dana Southern and Gary Green. Good morning and welcome to your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot. My name is Dana Southern. I'm here with my friend and business partner, Gary Green. And collectively, we are your Car Insiders. We work for you and exclusively for our client, looking out for their best interest, whether they're looking to buy a new car, a used vehicle, whether they're looking to finance or lease it or pay cash. The key to buying a vehicle, besides, of course, getting a vehicle that you really like, is getting the best possible terms, and that's what we help people accomplish. In the event that we assist someone, um, we charge no fee up front, meaning that in the event that you're not totally satisfied, completely satisfied with the services we provide, Gary and I receive absolutely nothing. When we do help a client and we go to the dealership to assist them in a purchase or some cases it's a private party's home but when we go to complete the transaction once everything is completed and finished and everything is as it should be we collect a $400 flat fee out of what we've helped our people save as well as of course helping them understand how and why and what they're doing along the way they just had, you know, obviously a, a, a year that was down just a little bit from the previous year, which was down a little bit from the previous year. So there does seem to be a trend where the new car volume is slowing down slightly um, and, and more specifically in, in the car realm. For 2019, there are so many different vehicles that have simply been eliminated or no longer going to be produced and a lot of those are American passenger cars primarily and it, it's a very interesting landscape there, there were supposed to be rules I thought about the fuel efficiency of um, the brand and I, I know that some of those regulations kind of seemed unattainable and in some cases though if you're only selling big trucks, big cars, and those types of vehicles, um, it, it seems like they couldn't possibly get anywhere near the fuel efficiency that, in theory, they're, they're striving to get. Anyway, from there, um, we'll talk about some of those different models that are no longer going to be sold um, and kind of specify what just isn't being made anymore. 
this past year, similar to the previous year, more than two out of every three new vehicles sold wasn't a passenger car. It was more than 65%, more than two thirds were trucks, SUVs, crossovers, but not passenger cars. And I'll just briefly touch on electric cars. In America, at least, the demand for electric cars is around somewhere around 1.2%. So that means for every thousand brand new cars sold in America, 12 are electric. Good morning, Gary. Good morning. You know, it's it's always been amazing to me, you know, and, and we don't really talk that much about electric cars, and it's not that I'm not a fan of them. I'm, I'm more not a fan of the company and the business practices of a certain company, but we're not going to talk about this certain company, but, you know, it's, it's a, I, I can't say anything bad about the product. Me, I'm the, I'm the opposite. I'm not a, I drive, I drive sports cars. I drive cars with manual transmissions. I laugh because the one button that I don't hit in my car is I have a screen that rolls, and it'll tell me how fast I'm going. It tells me the, the functions in my vehicle, and then it gets to you know performance with zero to 60 timer, and then all of a sudden, there's this little one button that you hit, and it says fuel economy. I don't look at that one. <laughs> I imagine that you probably wouldn't enjoy you know, that one. But you know what Dana was mentioning, I heard when I walked in, I was running a few minutes behind this morning, about cars. You know, there are certain cars that are going to disappear in the next 24 months. Now, when I was at the mall the other day with my son, I saw this truck and I thought to myself, it looked almost like a transformer kind of truck. That's how futuristic looking this thing was. And it had more body lines on the side with curves in the fenders and curves in the bed and cutouts in the in the bumper to go through and I walked over and it was the brand new I don't know if it's a 19 or a 20 but the Silverado High Country the new Chevy Silverado pickup truck now whether or not it's ever going to grow on me and like it uh, I was very excited, you know, and I'm not a truck guy. My wife drives a truck. I like the way the new Dodge looks. I've always been a fan of, you know, the F-250. But when I saw this high country, it's going to be one of those that when the Infinity first came out and it didn't have a grill, it had the egg in the front, and you either loved it or you hated it. But that's the one thing that's really cool is there's so many different vehicles to choose from. But I believe at the end of this year, you know, Ford's going to possibly only have the Mustang left as a car. Well, I think there's also going to be some type of a fusion hatchback or focus focus hatchback. Yeah, Yeah, something like that. But I also saw something they were talking about putting an EcoBoost diesel, not an Eco, but a diesel in a Mustang. You know, diesel is, is becoming more and more... I guess popular for lack of a better description, you can find it in a, a lot more trucks than you used to be able to. And is, you know, in, in other countries, you know, I think diesel is quite a bit bigger, especially for a lot of the European manufacturers. Um, and so that may weigh into it. 
fuel economy is obviously still something that is top of mind for manufacturers, but just some of the cars that are going away for, for 2019, and for some people, this probably won't come as a, you know, a disheartening moment, but the Chevrolet Volt um, is no longer going to be produced. The Cadillac ATS and ATSV are, are no longer going to be produced. The Ford Taurus is no longer going to be produced. This is for 2019. The Ford Fusion also eliminated, so it was the focus. You were right, of course. Um, from there, um, seeing if there's any more on this, the Ford Fiesta being eliminated. The VW Beetle is going away again. And, you know, the first time around, it was a pretty amazing car. Second time a car around, when it first came out, super, super popular. But that's a car that, Gary, have you ever helped anyone buy a convertible Beetle or Beetles in general? You know, I had to drive one once because I worked in a car dealership and I was allowed to drive home whatever I wanted. And it was back in the early 2000s and it was the slug bug thing. So when the ki- when the kids were in the car, they would see a Volkswagen and they'd smack each other saying Slugbug. And to me, it was I felt like I was driving a fishbowl. It kind of looks a, a little bit fishbowl-y. You know, and it's got a big roof line. But, you know, it, it, it was very, very retro, you know, just like the Dodge Challenger. I mean, I have a new Challenger. It reminds me very much of the car in 1971. Uh the Camaro has gone away kind of from the retro stuff. I mean, they've got, they've taken the basic style and just enhanced it more futuristic looking with some angles. But to answer your question, I very rarely help anybody have helped anybody buy a Volkswagen. And I wish that more and more people wanted them because, you know, Lundy's Peoria Volkswagen located at 8801 West Bell Road. There isn't an easier place that I could think of. I get excited when someone wants to buy a Volkswagen because they actually do. They care to make the process simple. And and they're completely different than any other Volkswagen dealer in the Valley. You know, and that new Atlas that's come out has gotten really wonderful reviews. Um, they They start you know, I want to say close to 30 grand range. So they're not super crazy expensive, but more importantly, when, if Gary and I are not with you, if you are considering a Volkswagen, I would heed his advice. They, they do a wonderful job of treating people extremely well there and, and they have integrity, which is sometimes difficult to find. Anyway, you know, it's kind of interesting. In Norway, um, the amount of vehicles that were sold this past year, over one-third, so over 33 and a third percent of all the new vehicles registered in Norway for 2018 were electric. And so they're, they're you know, in a much different circumstance and you know, fuel prices and a lot of other things that weigh into it. But when I had mentioned earlier that the demand for the electric vehicles in the U.S., that's actually gone up because it was was closer to 1% last year, and and now it's worked its way up to 1.2%. the, the average American is, is not really looking for an electric car. So we don't talk about electric cars too often. But I did want to touch on that with Tesla, they hit their 200,000 benchmark 
for their vehicle sales, as has GM with um, their sales. And so the incentive now has reduced to 3750 from the 7500 and that'll phase down to 1750 a little bit later in the year. But I suspect... If you want one, you, you might want to take advantage of it. But you know what's a funny segment that's actually had a huge increase? And Dana mentioned something, and I sit in front of the computer when we're here, and I look at something, and it kind of cracks me up because they're actually making a comeback. But they're not really what we thought of. They're more, it's a very European-looking vehicle. Uh, but Volvo. The Volvo, Mercedes-Benz, Audi, Jaguar, Buick, they've come back with station wagons. So the Buick, uh, let's see, it's called a Regal Tour X. Uh, Very, it looks, I mean, if you didn't know any better and they took the badges off, you'd almost think you were looking at the the Jaguar station wagon. Very nice Uh, finish on the inside. Beautiful car. They also have the uh, Volvo V60 and V90. Volvo Mercedes still sells an E-Class. And BMW is set to start stop offering stop offering three series wagon in the U.S. Uh, the Volvos here. There's the uh, Porsches coming out with one. The so, wagon is back. You know, and, and what the the topic was: wealthy people are stepping over SUVs to buy these. And when I clicked on it, it was station wagons. Uh, some really nice ones. And and they're by no means cheap. I can't imagine, maybe with the exception of the Buick, any of those being less than 50 grand. The most prestigious and coveted honor that American Honda Motor Company awards dealerships is the President's Award. The award recognizes the dealership teams who demonstrate superior achievement and customer satisfaction, new car unit sales value, and business management. Earnhardt Honda is proud to have received this prestigious award many times, and they want to show you why they're the top-selling Honda dealer in the Central and West Phoenix Valley regions. Earnhardt Honda's mission is to provide their customers with world-class service in every phase of the sales and service experience. 100% customer satisfaction is General Manager Joey Staples' goal. The staff at Earnhardt Honda participate in continuous training programs to improve industry and product knowledge and new ways to continue to provide top-notch customer service. Joey realizes that customers have a choice, and when customers like you choose Earnhardt Honda, you have put your implicit trust in them. Joey appreciates and is honored to have your trust. You can reach him at his desk by calling 623-463-4308 or visit him at Earnhardt Honda, located in Avondale or online at EarnhardtHonda.com. Monta Vista Cleaners has the latest state-of-the-art equipment and uses only the best cleaning supplies available. Family-owned and operated since 2001. They offer fast, same-day service until 9 a.m. every day on dry-cleaned items and next-day service on all other items. They are open from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Saturday. So stop by any of our three locations, 210 North 59th Avenue, Suite 111 in Glendale, or 8345 West Thunderbird, Suite 104 in Peoria, or 777 East Thunderbird Road, number 105 in Moon Valley. Vision loss is not something that you feel until it happens. Most people lose their vision from diseases like macular degeneration and glaucoma, not at birth. With macular degeneration, you lose your central vision. You have a blind spot right in the center of your face, so I can't actually see your face. So even that little circle in which I could see became a big blur. I was 65 when I first was diagnosed with glaucoma. There were no symptoms. 
I had no headaches. Three million Americans have glaucoma, and half don't even know it. Eleven million people in the United States have macular degeneration. You lose mobility, independence, changes your entire life. So many eye disorders can be treated if caught early. My husband tells me that I have beautiful brown eyes, and I don't want to lose that. Make a plan today to get your eyes checked. Visit brightfocus.org to learn more. Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 96 of the Patriot. Once again, my name is Gary Green. I'm here with my friend and business partner, Dana Southern, and we are Your Car Insiders. We work for you, not the dealer. Remember, you can always reach me at 602-525-1370. You can reach Dana at 602-679-8324. It was kind of funny, and it wasn't kind of, it wasn't kind of funny, but Dana and I were talking about something, and he was trying to figure out why he had a recurring charge on his bank statement for something from Apple. And I believe I figured it out yesterday. Well, I, I did too, but you go ahead and go. Okay, so we have a very avid listener, and I, the guy, I, I told him yesterday he was a pain, but it was kind of a funny story. He wanted to order a vehicle, and we normally don't help people order cars because they're usually we can find something. Well, there was nothing, and he wanted the new model year. So it was kind of funny because on Monday he wanted white, on Tuesday he wanted black, on Wednesday he wanted white, on Thursday he wanted black, on Friday he wanted white, and on Saturday he wanted black. And on Sunday, when everybody rests, the guy at the dealership decided to order a white one and a black one and not tell Arthur so that when Arthur picked up the car, he had his choice. You want the white one or do you want the black one? But Arthur mentioned to me that he was having a hard time finding the podcast on Apple. So, folks, if you don't want to wake up at 6 o'clock in the morning and listen to us on the radio. Or if you, you have a friend or family member. You can go to 960 The Patriot and you can go to the podcasts and we're in that list. You can go to your car insiders website and the podcasts are there. There's a few years worth of them. And if you feel the need and you you, you refuse to phone somebody, the phone is the best means of communication with Dana and I. Other than in person. 525-1370 is my number. Dana is 602-679-8324. And I'm going to try to make it as simple as could be. If you send us an email, 99% of the time, I promise you they come to me. Unless you type in the address to Dana at yourcarinsiders.com. If you're on the website for Your Car Insiders and you submit an inquiry, it comes directly to me, and I actually don't get it at the Your Car Insiders. It comes to my GaryGreen1 at Cox.net email. I promise you I will respond, and I promise you, 99% of the time, I'm going to say in for future communication, the easiest way to communicate is calling me or calling Dana. Now, when I say call me or call Dana, if you call me and I don't answer the phone, and you leave a message, I promise you, I will call back. But it's amazing to me how many times someone will dial my phone number, hang up, and dial Dana's phone number. And then I'll call them back, and 10 minutes into the conversation, they'll mention, oh, by the way, I spoke to Dana. 
Well, if you've already spoken to one of us, this is what I'm going to tell you. 99.9% of the time, Dana's going to tell you exactly what I'm going to tell you. Our advice is not the only thing that could vary is if you asked us our opinion of something. So if you asked us which car we liked better, which manufacturer we liked better, I might say Toyota, he might say Honda, I might say Camaro, he might say Mustang. That's a personal. But when it comes to how a car deal works, we are not a shopping service. We're not Kelly Blue Book telling you this is a great deal. When that's poppy we're not. We're not true car telling you that call us we'll buy your car okay folks these things are hooks and i'm going to look it up while we're here because i want to talk about it i want to talk about the dealership and i believe it was in georgia that just got nailed with a pretty big fine for misrepresenting their misrepresentation in their mailers so we get mailers all the time. You open them up in the mailbox. There's the key. There's the you know $5 Target card. You won this. You won that. You can buy a car, and for a dollar, you can add this. Folks, you're not a fish. You're a person buying a car. These are hooks. They're designed to generate your interest to get you into the dealership. And that's a really big key for them, of course. And it's a really big key for you. When when you go into the dealership and they have all their skill sets at their disposal, all the the years of, of knowledge and experience in selling cars and, and negotiating with people. When you go into those dealerships, and unless you're a master negotiator and and truly understand things that you, you really couldn't. When when a when you come to the value of, of your trade-in as an example, well, well, sure, you can go to websites like Kelly Blue Book and, and get what they say is a potential value. The reality is that every used car stands on its own, and depending on its history, depending on whether it's been an accident or not, depending on whether it's been smoked in, depending on whether in its history perhaps it was a rental car, so many things that actually do matter are the things that you need to pay attention to and that we pay attention to not the hooks. You know, and it's funny because I just, I'm trying to find the article that was about the lawsuit and the fine, but here's the one. This is from 1229-2018. Key mailer car dealer advertising scam. It's common. Everything you ever wanted to know about the key mailer car dealer advertising scam, but didn't know who to ask. As known, also known as the mailer car dealer scam. The goal of the key mailer scam is to get a high volume of potential car buyers to the dealership. Once at the dealership, it's the salesperson's job is to switch the consumer from collecting their free prize to buying a new or used car. Several people will just come in just to check their keys, see if the numbers match or collect their door prize. Salespeople are highly trained on how to handle customers coming in from receiving a mailer. Now, I'm going to add something to that. They have staffing for it, typically. That's what I was going to add. 
And I've been in car dealerships where the high fives are going around because the customer thought they were being protected by the mailer that they received. And this fine gentleman actually made the car deal. And I I appreciate what he does because when he makes five grand on a car deal, it helps me and Dana get better deals for our customers because everything's about an average. Because if they make five grand and they lose a thousand on ours, it's still a $2,000 average. And for, for hopefully you understand what he just mentioned, and every circumstance stands on its own. But because the dealers do get paid on everything that happens, the, they take the, the small deals, the, the deals that Gary and I bring to them, because those aren't the only deals they get. If they didn't have the big deals from the people that do pay too much profit, they couldn't afford to sell all the cars to clients the way that they do for our clients. Part of why that happens is they don't pay us. We don't get kickbacks from them. And they know that if we're not happy with the deal, we're simply going to go elsewhere. Remember, you can always reach me at 602-525-1370. You can reach Dana at 602-679-8324. We are your car insiders. We work for you, not the dealer. I don't believe there's another service like ours. Earnhardt and Lexus customers drive the finest vehicles in the world and have equally high expectations from their dealership. We invite you to visit the all-new state-of-the-art facility and experience the pride that every Earnhardt Lexus associate takes to provide quality service to their clients. At Earnhardt Lexus, you'll find more than just a vehicle. You'll find people who know how to take care of a Lexus and even more importantly, how to take care of you. Now located in the heart of Phoenix at 800 East Camelback Road, Phoenix, Arizona, 85014. Larry H. Miller Nissan's general manager, Bill Brixey, is committed to helping you find the new or used vehicle you've been searching for. Whether it is new or used Nissans or new or used cars from the top manufacturers, Bill can help. But here is the game stopper. Bill's finance staff offers expert advice to those seeking a great deal on a car or lease. Larry H. Miller Nissan has a top-notch service and parts department always willing to help you with your Nissan. Larry H. Miller is located at 2025 West Riverview Auto Drive in Mesa. Nobody likes to be in debt, and that's why it's usually not wise to borrow money. But if your air conditioner calls it quits in the middle of summer and you don't have cash on hand, what are you going to do? Mike Aliyah here again from Benefit Air to give you the best solution to a difficult problem because sometimes we have to make tough choices in life with money issues and we need all the help we can get. Because Benefit Air is a train comfort specialist dealer, we have access to financing terms that other dealers can't even come close to. What if you could get a brand new train system complete with a full 10-year parts and labor warranty for a low monthly payment? And what if a large portion of that monthly payment would be offset by the savings in your energy bill? And what if the energy savings over the life of the system was actually equal to or more than the cost of the system? At Benefit, we want to help you out of a tight spot by offering payment options that are affordable while providing you with a wise investment that can save you money for years to come. Call Benefit today to find out more about the financing options for a new high-quality train system that you can afford. 602-840-9229 or visit us on the web at BenefitAir.com. Experience the benefit of using Benefit Air. Hey guys, let's play some video games. This new dad plays video games with his sons. But the challenge feels like he's lifting a metric ton. So many buttons. His avatar just stares at the walls, twists and turns, and somehow falls. 
I just don't understand this crazy digital world. Crazy, crazy digital world. Heroes and But the love from his kids is totally apparent. Ooh. See, you don't have to be perfect to be the perfect just played catch. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of siblings in foster care will take you just as you are. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot. Special thanks to Earnhardt Family of Dealerships for their continuing support of our show. Um, they get it at least. They they understand that we're coming to them when we do for the sole purpose of protecting our client and getting them the very best possible deal we can. And th- there's benefits for the dealer in, in taking those deals. There, there's occasions where the client will have a trade-in and they'll have an opportunity to potentially take that car and trade if they pay enough and be able to sell it and, and make a profit. When we bring a client in to purchase a vehicle, um, on the price part of it, the dealership's not going to have very much love at all. Um, just isn't going to happen, and they understand that. But it, it also comes down to uh, most people finance. And, and when, when you're financing, then a, a mistake or, or not knowing what you could get, which, of course, Gary and I know, as opposed to you hoping to get and then being told by someone that's not looking out for your best interests that you have to pay a higher rate. Um, in, in many cases, obviously, people just agree to it, where had they just called us, that that one mistake on paying that higher rate could be two, three, five, ten times our fee just in one mistake. You know, and... The car business has to possibly be the most scrutinized business out there. You always hear about the car dealership did this, the car dealership did that. And I look at every business and I try to equate it to how a car dealership treats somebody. Now, I am not a fan of apps. Okay? I don't understand you know, and I'm not one of these people that's going to get up on Wednesday, open up the newspaper. I'm not going to drive to Fry's to buy certain groceries and then go to Safeway to buy certain groceries and then go to Walmart to buy certain groceries. And it amazes me there are people that will do that because my time is worth a certain amount of money. Now, an example was how things happen. I was in a grocery store just last night. And I went up to the counter at two minutes to eight and asked, wanted to pick up a prescription that was filled. And the young man looked around the woman that was standing in front of me and said, I'm sorry, sir, but this is the last customer I'm going to wait on this evening. What? So I could be a jerk. I can. I don't want to use the ASS word, but I'm not the jerk that's going to walk out and leave the shopping cart in the middle of the aisle with all the food still in it. So I went back to the meat meat section and I put all the steaks back that I had in the cart. I went over to the produce and put all the produce back and I put all the canned items and all the stuff that I had in the shopping cart back and I walked up front 
and I know the girl that was sitting behind the courtesy desk, and I said to her, you know, I try to do whatever I can to help your store. I always, always give you guys great surveys. I always privately mention something if I see something in your store that I think should be addressed, a rude employee to a customer. But I just want to let you know, it's going to be a while before I shop in your store again because I could go the same difference down 67th Avenue as I go down Happy Valley to visit a different Safeway. Now, I don't cut my nose to spite my face. I feel that when I walk into Safeway and I look at the meat in the case, for some reason, I think the meat looks better the way it's displayed blade the way it's cut than fries but it's everywhere you turn when you read sears gets approval to pay 25.3 million dollars in bonuses to top executives just months after the company filed bankruptcy bankrupt sears gets okay to pay executives millions in bonuses the worst one is... I wonder how they earned millions in bonuses because they're closing all the Sears well, in the about, United States. No, they're not. Years, oh, well, the, I, some I, of them are being closed, and the, the, the CEO bought the company. Well, and, He made an offer. But here's the worst part. This is the worst, and it's the last thing I'm going to say about it. Sears executives may get $25 million in bonuses as laid-off employees are denied their severance after the bankruptcy. The things that are done to the small people, and folks, you are the small person. We are in too. The car dealership. That's why when you call us and you've had a situation in a car dealership, if it's not something that Dana and I can help you by picking up the phone and calling someone, and we know when we can and cannot help you, I am not going to get into a pissing match with. An auto nation car dealership. Not that I've ever had a problem. I'm not going to fight with Berkshire Hathaway. I'm not going to fight with Penske. But Dana and I know who to deal with. And it's kind of funny. We deal with people not for any other reason that we know if there is a problem after the fact, since we dealt with the right people, the problem gets handled. Welcome to Rodeo Ford. Located in Goodyear, Arizona at 13680 West Test Drive, Rodeo Ford is proud to be one of the premier dealerships in the area. From the moment you walk in their showroom, you'll know their commitment to customer service is second to none. They strive to make your experience with Rodeo Ford a good one for the life of your vehicle. Whether you need to purchase, finance, or service a newer pre-owned Ford, you've come to the right place. Remember when a small business needed a landline? Today, landlines are a thing of the past with Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. On the road, at the beach, or at home, Grasshopper helps you grow your business. Get all the features of a business phone system and the freedom of a cell phone with our iPhone and Android apps. Features include multiple extensions for your team, calls forwarded to your mobile phones, voicemails transcribed and emailed, and so much more. See how it works at grasshopper.com, the entrepreneur's phone system. Life is a highway. I want to ride it. 
Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot. Once again, my name's Gary Green. You can reach me at 602-525-1370. You can always reach Dana at 602-679-8324. We weren't picking on Sears per se. Oh, no. We're just picking. I'm just picking on how the government involvement in business I don't care who's president. I don't. It, it's been forever. Some of the things that the banks did with bailout money. Some of the things General Motors did with bailout money. Now, in the during the break, I mentioned prior to the break something about Sears, and Dana said he just saw an article this morning. Well, guess what? He did. Sears has rejected the bailout bid. Hundreds of stores likely to close. At an upcoming hearing Tuesday in bankruptcy court, it appears parent company Sears Holding appears will announce it rejected its loan bid, a $4 billion offer from the hedge fund run by its chairman and former CEO, Eddie Lampert. You know, and, I, and I'm just say this joking around. Could you imagine if they found out that the $4 billion came from money that was taken out of the company at some point? Gosh forbid. You know, and it's 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 unbelievable. But it's like Dana and I said, we're not experts on anything other than the car business and a car deal, and and that's an area where, again, mo- most people you know are are well intended, and when they go out to buy a vehicle. You know, they hope or expect to to be treated fairly and and not be taken advantage of, and in many cases that does happen. The and the problem is that when you have two opposing forces and you have different goals, you want to buy a vehicle, they want to sell a vehicle. That's a commonality, but after that, everything else for the most part, is now what they want versus what you want and who's better at at justifying and getting what they want. And, you know, Gary's mentioned this numerous times over the years. Nobody makes a car dealer do anything. If a dealership chooses to sell a vehicle to a consumer, it's because that they did it based on a reason that made sense to them. Now, it may not make sense to someone else, but it wasn't because the customer made them do it. And so when people, especially with these cars costing so much, especially with so many people now being afraid that they can't afford to buy a new car, they're going out in many cases and buying one and two-year-old cars paying way too much money for them, financing them for too long of a period of time at too high of an interest rate, and unless they buy an extended warranty, exposing themselves to just a lot of things that had they just picked up the phone and called Gary for his guidance and his number, I'm going to say it really slow, it's 602 525 one three seven zero. If you just called him and told him what was going on, he would use his thirty years of learning and knowledge and experience to help guide you to what is going to be the best possible scenario for you. And ultimately, 
there isn't someone, Gary mentioned you didn't think there was any buying service like us. There, there can't be. You know, it's funny that what you just said. I got a phone. I, got, I was sitting in the house the other day, and I was watching TV, and I have a little room set up. It's not a man cave. It's just got a couch. It's got this. And I'm just watching TV, and the door opens up, and my wife says, hey, you got, can I ask you something? She says, what do you know about this company? And I said, well, honey, that, that's not the name of the company. She goes, well, my mom swears that's what the name of the company is. I said, honey, I can tell you where the dealership is, and I will tell you what it is. It is not a rental car company. So she had brought up a company, and I know the company, and he's got a ton of car inventory. And in that car inventory, I used to go to the auction. I don't go anymore because it's it's not worth my time. But he buys a ton of rental cars and he sells these cars at his dealership and I was telling so my mother-in-law was all excited about this car that her friend bought and I'm going mom it's really simple she bought a 2018 car that has over 40,000 miles on it oh goodness a rental car out of warranty great right and my mother-in-law starts talking to me about these things. And I'm like, Mom, let me stop you right now. That car is not a car that you and Don are going to buy. Because Don's not going to understand. He's not going to like. I shouldn't say understand. He's not going to like the fact that it is a four-cylinder engine. Now, the technology that has increased over the years, many manufacturers... Ford included in a Mustang. You can get two engines in a Mustang now, a four-cylinder turbo and a V8. Okay, there's no more V6. Most of the smaller SUVs, okay, don't give you the choice of a six-cylinder engine anymore. Can't even get a six-cylinder Honda Accord. Right. So they have gone to a word called turbo. So when you look at a Hyundai... And you look at a certain model, and it says 1.6T, that means it's a turbo. 2.0T, it means it's a turbo. Now, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with buying a used car. But folks, before you pull the trigger and you're standing, whether it's Hertz, this place, budget, Carvana, you know, CarMax. CarMax. Oh, gosh. You know, their late model cars, the majority of them, they are, they're rental cars. So what you have to do, and this is the most important thing to do, before you buy the used car, you need to know how much that car is brand new. And if it's only a two or $3,000 difference, what are you thinking buying the car with 40,000 miles on it? Well, and, and that's where kind of lies the problem, because when that innocent consumer goes to those types of places and they have the prices they have, they don't share with them what Dana or Gary could help them buy a brand new one just like it for. They don't have that information. If they did, I would guess about 90 out of 100 people or more of those 90 would have us assist them. You can't buy a factory warranty from any of these places. You can't buy or a certified pre-owned vehicle from any of these places. You cannot buy 
or get any of the factory benefits that would be available on a used car through the manufacturer, through these aftermarket or these third-party places. And if you just read the newspaper, all you have to do is Google it or read the newspaper, because I know most people don't read the newspaper anymore. But if you just Google, where do they make the most profit selling used cars in America? And then you'll see the answer. It says that CarMax makes the most profit per used car transaction of any franchise in America. And they sell the most, by the way, because they have so many locations. And the reality is that the people that are buying those cars who are avoiding negotiating and I can appreciate when, when you're not a skilled negotiator, going in to negotiate with a car dealer is, is not your comfort zone. But it sure as heck is mine, and it sure as heck is Gary's. You know, and, and another one you have to watch is, and we're not here picking a, hey, there's nothing wrong with buying a used car. And I know the guy that owns this equity auto sales. He's pretty sharp guy. He doesn't look, he doesn't buy junk at the auction. He doesn't buy cars that have to be glued back together. He buys nice cars. He reconditions them. He sells them. I don't have a problem with what he does, but folks know what you can buy the new one for before you buy the 2018 used one out of factory warranty with everything or 17. And the other one you really have to watch is this. When you read something and there's a banner on the picture on the website or in the description, it says this was a buyback vehicle. So there's a couple of things. I believe the title is branded. It is absolutely branded as a lemon buyback. Okay. I believe that whatever the item no longer covered under warranty. You're correct. Just the item. Now, if you buy a car with a salvage title with no miles on it, it was it was, it fell off the truck, and they had to fix the car. There's no warranty. But when you buy these Lemon Law buyback vehicles, you are you need to understand. The value. Well, when when you say that, Gary, let's touch on that because the people that end up buying those cars, they they probably go online. They they see that the cars that aren't at a particular dealership or don't have that history are are typically at least a couple thousand more. And so they're thinking, wow, I'm getting a really good deal by getting a low mileage, same year car. Boy, it even has more equipment. And I'm able to buy it for a thousand or two less according to the ad price. Well, the reality is if you own that car, you own a lemon buyback car and then with a branded title. And if you go to replace that car at some point in the future, I promise you that that branded lemon law title is going to affect its value substantially. I don't know exactly how much because it depends on how old the car is and what kind of car it is when you actually go to sell it. But I'm willing to bet virtually any amount of money, Gary, correct me if you think I'm wrong, that whatever they could possibly save in the initial price up front, they're going to lose every bit of it and more in resale value when they go to sell it. Do you think I'm wrong? I couldn't agree with you more. 
I don't. I, I don't believe I could be wrong. And often, if when people have mentioned these types of cars and they call in, I'll, I'll tell them where the car is as soon as they describe it, um, because most dealers don't fool with that. And it, again, it's perception. Um, I I can only tell you that if you're buying a Mercedes Benz or an Audi or an expensive car. Um, that's not something in its history that I would want it to have. And I'm pretty sure that whoever might be buying it, or if you were to trade it in when the time comes, they're, they're going to look at that car completely differently because of that issue than they would if it hadn't occurred. Leaving that alone, um, with the, the types of advertising that, that dealers and manufacturers do, and, you know, Gary referenced earlier, you know, where Kelly Blue Book, you know, endorses this is a, a good price. Well, based on what? You if know, you, if you haven't seen the car, if you don't know if it's been smoked in, if you don't count whether it's been in an accident or not as affecting its value, how on earth could you recommend that it's a car worth buying? It is absolutely silly. And unfortunately, there's lots of cars that are hit, wrecked, smashed, that have clean Carfaxes, that, that don't show any accidents in their history. And obviously, unless um, you see it, of course, Gary and I, I promise, would see it. But unless you see it and can tell that it's happened, there's not necessarily any kind of a report that tells you that it hasn't been severely damaged. You know, and here's an example. So I went to this dealership's website and I looked at some 2018 cars. The bulk of them, when I click on it, it says Carfax One Owner. When I click on it, the red triangle upside down comes up and it says branded title. Red Triangle is not good. Anything red or yellow on the Carfax is usually not good. So this is what they read in their disclaimer. The vehicle was repurchased by the manufacturer due due to a complaint from the previous owner. Despite having resolved the issue, the manufacturer stepped in to promote customer satisfaction or to comply with local laws and repurchase the vehicle. As a result, this vehicle is known as a manufacturer buyback. And then it says in bold print, very important. All regular warranties remain intact with the vehicle. I don't think that's correct. Not on the component that, well, for now we'll go to break. The, the component. 